broadcast live every week from our clinic in Lauderhill, Florida. We can be reached at 954-742-4430, and you can visit us online at agingyounger.net. Yes, this is David Tippy, and welcome to our show, Aging Younger. We're going to start off today by stating that life is simple, and we are the only one in our lives that can make it difficult. For as we always will say on this radio program, choice matters. Have you experienced moments when you, when no matter what you do, your bad mood only worsens and you hit what is known as the downward spiral? Now is when you must ask yourself, can you escape that downward spiral of depression? Or you could be like most people in your shoes and simply shut down mentally and chalk up well, the day is simply lost. And if you do chalk it up, since you have things to do, you try to carry on, but with every action you take, you fall deeper and deeper into the vicious cycle of worthlessness. Since downward spirals can be the cause of depression, as well as to increase that depression, you get locked into them out of fear, anxiety, and worry. Escaping your downward spiral and getting back on your feet again must be your ultimate goal or you face a much shorter lifespan. Negative thinking hinders the brain's ability to deal with complex tasks, which will then prevent us from adequately processing information and thinking clearly. As if that is not enough, the chronic stress of that negativity affects the body physically, often resulting in illness and emotional dysfunction. A person in this downward spiral must study and become a realist, which is a, a person who accepts any situation as it is and is prepared to deal with it accordingly to bring the negative to a positive. As a realist does not expect constant problems compounding them by dwelling on how the problems can only get worse. More than likely, they will strategically think through any challenging situation and ultimately find a realistic solution. So you must teach yourself to calmly consider every possible outcome and move smoothly through your challenges. And you must stop anticipating controversy and problematic situations at every turn, which keeps you from thinking positively. Life in general, but especially if you are an entrepreneur, Challenges are inevitable. Viewing these from a negative perspective will halt your progress no matter what you do, whereas when you acknowledge the unexpected curveballs sent your way and move forward despite them, success is yours for the taking. Any plan in life or business must list those negatives that could arise. So you can have previously planned for your defense to correct them 
and not let it or them interfere with your ultimate goals. Put it in your mind that just because you plan on worst-case scenarios to happen does not mean that you are anticipating them. It means that your brain is working extremely well and powerful. Never have fear of the unknown. If something slipped by you in your research for what could go wrong, put your brain in high gear and discover a resolution and make it a thing of the past. For fears must be replaced with facts. The next action steps will come from factually based information rather than fear. Your brain will develop to be far above the naysayers and negative negativity that surrounds you on a daily basis. Take steps to remove or avoid people who have a negative impact on the way you think and feel. It's not always possible if these people are close friends or family members, but you can refuse to engage in a downward spiraling conversation, acknowledge their comments, and move on. Social media and the news can also strongly influence the way we feel and think. Simply unfollow the people who are combative and unhelpful with your life. Watch the tone in your posts, opting for more upbeat viewpoints using only a factual base. Stay away from politics. Stay away from religion. Be aware of how much news you take in daily. There is a fine line between being informed and being psychologically connected to doom and gloom. Words matter. For example, when you choose to answer someone with the word yes, and then you add the word but, you have reduced the answer greatly. Saying yes by itself will greatly impact the outcome by any conversation. Adding the word but after yes opens the door to doubt and negativity. However, if you should choose the word and in the place of the word but, then you have supercharged the word yes. If you have doubts, you can still voice them by connecting your thoughts with the word and, which will prevent a downward spiral in the conversation and lead to a positive return on investment on your yes. When you are stuck in a loop of negative thinking, you should consciously redirect your thoughts to move desirable possibilities. Instead of allowing your what-if mindset to take a downward path, imagine and visualize more uplifting what-ifs. What if this idea does work? What if they love my idea? What if I become happy and successful? picture and feel this outcome instead of something much less desirable. Unhealthy responses 
can become dominant and overtake your actions and emotions. If you don't engage in reprogramming efforts, your continued efforts to redirect and reprogram your brain won't even be complete. For education is an ongoing life-building process, and your consistency matters. You could divide the brain into two feeling brain and thinking brain. The feeling brain is the limbic system, also known as the reptile brain. It is composed of several older brain sections. These areas are responsible for making people feel emotions, particularly stress and anxiety. Then there's the thinking part of the brain, or the prefrontal cortex. It is located behind the forehead and is the newest development in the evolution of the human brain. In addition to playing a key role in determining human intelligence, it regulates the limbic system. In normal conditions, the prefrontal cortex let us think in an abstract way, such as about negative emotions like guilt, shame, or worry, and this in turn will create some distance from them that helps, helps us process them. When a person becomes depressed, the prefrontal cortex can no longer do its job properly, and then the emotions start getting out of control, uh, triggering greater stress and anxiety. So a malfunctioning prefrontal cortex leads to depression and a downward spiral, which we talked about earlier. Just consider the person who has a tendency toward loneliness, especially when he or she spends all day writing. He or she could make plans to meet a friend after work, but planning causes him or her the stress of the planning. The worse he or she will feel because of the loneliness and the harder it is for them to make the plans which only locks them deeper into this downward spiral. In the worst-case scenario, such downward spirals can cause chronic depression, but the factors triggering them vary from person to person. So while that person requires social contact to stave off a vicious circle of low moods, a friend of his or hers Fall, will fall into a downward spiral when he or she doesn't get enough exercise. For many people, anxiety and worry are the main factors that cause that downward spiral. This just goes to show that once you fall into that loop or downward spiral, oftentimes it is triggered by the question, what if it doesn't work out? It is difficult to to pull yourself free, but when speaking to someone about it, oftentimes it can be a huge support to change. And that is one of my tasks here at the Aging Younger Clinic. When I am helping one of our clients with bioidentical hormone replacement therapy at this point of stress, 
the prefrontal cortex is incapable of doing its important job of making plans and considering potential problems because it has been disrupted by the stream of worries emerging from the limbic system. As a result, you only see the bad things that could occur. It is bad for men, and men do not cycle. This can go so far as promoting certain types of cancer. But please don't misinterpret this because for women who do cycle, this is an astronomical issue and a complete disruptor of the hormonal system and can physically and emotionally destroy that woman's life. Stress can lead to changes in the serum level of many hormones, including glucocorticoids, catecholamines, and growth hormone, and prolactin. Some of these changes are necessary for the fight-to-flight response to protect oneself. Some of these stressful responses can also lead to endocrine disruptors like Graves' disease, the gonadal dysfunction, and the psychosexual dwarfism or obesity, and including certain types of cancer. Stress can also alter the clinical status of many pre-existing endocrine disruptors, such as the precipitation of adrenal crisis and thyroid storm. The T3 and the T4 levels of the thyroid disease decrease with stress. Stress inhibits the thyroid-stimulating hormone, the TSH, secretion through the action of glucocorticoids on the central nervous system. As we mentioned, in response to stress, the levels of various hormones will change. Reactions to stress are associated with enhanced secretion of a number of hormones, including the glucocorticoids, the catecholamines, growth hormone, and prolactin, and the effect of which is to increase mobilization of lacing energy sources and adapt the individual to its new circumstances. You know your body, and you can feel when your, <clears throat> when your hormones are not in balance. Do you suffer from any of the following? Is a good question to put in your mind. PMS, premenstrual syndrome, uh, syndrome frustration, anxiety, insomnia, low sex drive, decreased energy, head hair loss, <clears throat> hair growing on the face, <clears throat> dry mouth, vaginal dryness, hot flashes, night sweats, mild depression or severe depression, headaches, mood swings, breast tenderness, and the list goes on and on and on. So are these issues affecting your quality of life and your precious relationships? Have you had a hysterectomy and have you been told you no longer cycle as a result? Well, we will teach you that you will cycle or do cycle until the day you die, no matter what uh, part of the body or the anatomy that has been removed from your body. Another question you should uh, put in your mind is, do your symptoms vary throughout your menstrual cycle if you still have your menstruation? If your periods have stopped, 
Do you notice certain symptoms more at a certain time of the month, more than others? If you are entering perimenopause, are you experiencing new or different symptoms? Perimenopause is the period of hormonal imbalance that leads up to menopause. It can start at almost any age and create a myriad of symptoms that may appear unrelated. So I suggest you give us a call today and confide in us so that we can help you with your hormonal issues. Jot down our number. Please get a piece of paper and a pen or pencil. Our number is 954-742-4430. Again, let me repeat, 954-742-4430. Give us a call to schedule your consultation, and you can also remember, go visit us at agingyounger.net and read about our services and products. Let me say it again. Life is simple, and we are the only one in our lives that can make it difficult for our choice matters. Think of a regular politician noting that he or she is simply wanting to find ways to speak to you to get your vote. And it never has to be the truth, just whatever works. The reasons politicians often lie is because the public doesn't want to hear the truth. People want to hear what they want to hear. Why do they get away with lying? Why do we let them lie to get elected? The main reason that they get away with lying is that there are no longer any true investigative journalists on public media to expose these lies. And even if there still were good, unbiased journalists, the public media has been transformed into entertainment media. People accept their lies because it fortifies what they want to believe in here. It is the same as why do people eat toxic foods, such as processed foods. The reason is because they are easy to prepare and you don't have to waste your time researching what is right for your body to eat. Now, depression is a complicated process caused by a variety of factors. Many people who experience depression find themselves in a downward spiral in which everything they do makes them feel worse. And in believing what a politician has to say may slow the downward spiral somewhat. Depression is a real mental illness. No one can just snap out of dealing with the mental turmoil of depression. Depression does not have a look. You cannot assume depression is where people always look sad and miserable. It's like being in a mental prison. So listening to some politician can have a huge effect and get the low-informed vote, such as if you are offered things for free. Depression affects one-third of the world's population, and one out of four people will be affected by a mental illness at some point in their lifetime, and it seems that and I really do hate talking about politics, 
so I, I don't think I want to talk about this. Okay. What? Okay, let me go what this is more a, a, a David topic. Yeah. What are the different ways which Republicans and Democrats express anger? Can you guess the correct answer to these questions surveyed? The survey was, a Republican and a Democrat have a problem with their cable bill and decide to call the company's customer service hotline. Which of them is more likely to curse at the representative on the other end of the line? Who is more likely to raise their voice and scream? Well, the study by John A. Goodman, who happens to be one of the founders of the customer service industry, and his his company, CCMR, like uh, Lyons, surveyed uh, Democrats, where just under 4% were more likely to report diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder than the Republicans were. Now, Democrats are about 5% more likely to have been diagnosed with attention deficit order, or ADHD. Over 10% more likely to report a diagnosis of anxiety disorder. And close to 11% more likely to report a diagnosis of depression. This thinking pattern suggests that Democrats come to believe that they have no power over events in their own lives. These individuals are passive and believe that they cannot do anything to relieve their suffering. Depressed individuals are prone to uh, ruminate and on negative thoughts. Unfortunately, this tends to maintain or amplify negative thinking. The opposite of depression is not happiness by virtuality and uh, virtually a resilience. Individuals with depression, as stated, normally Democrats, lack the ability to flexibly shift attention away from negative information. As a result, they become more vulnerable to the intrusion of distracting thoughts that they get from the media. Depression is associated with recall of negative events. This happens automatically. The memories of past failures and the images of feared future scenarios further worsens one's mood. In contrast, recalling positive memories of positive events can improve a person's mood And this is known very well by the media. And past positive events are left in the past and out of the news to further ensure Democrat votes. There are things depressed people do not make depression worse by believing everything they hear in the media and those who believe All they hear from the media put about 90% for the Democrat Party. That's the whole part of that uh, system of testing. For example, a person prone to depression tends to act on impulse when hearing a difficult situation being spun by the media, further adding to the problem which would be enforcing the Democrat Party. 
highly neurotic people worry about bad things spread by the media that may or may not happen and are more vigilant about the threats and get even firmer in supporting their Democrat ideologue. Unfortunately, public knowledge about politics is disturbingly low. In addition, the public also often does a poor job of evaluating the political information they do know. This state of affairs has persisted due to the constant lowering of our educational system, widespread and persistent political ignorance and irrationality strengthens the power of the left-wing news media and gives them more opportunity to swing more voters toward the socialist left. That is a common word used here, but actually interpret to communism. We are never going to be in a result in helping other people by just determining one way or the other what they are politically stationed on. We are always trying to get to the core issues. At the Aging Younger Clinic, we are about wellness, the natural wellness industry. Think about it. The drug cartel control controls this country, the finest, the finest under, uh, under the table bribes come from the drug industry, and that's why they control the healthcare industry. You could have two separate industries, and it's not fair that the food and drug industry get to mandate the two industries together because that is a conflict of interest. We in the wellness industry should be allowed to treat or cure with Mother Nature. But if we use those words, we would get put in jail because those words are rented by the drug cartel. They call the pharmaceutical sickness industry that, believe it or not, has very little, if anything, to do with wellness. Because do they need well people in that industry? No. They need sick people for the trillions and trillions of dollars. Why our health care industry is so dilapidated today. You take a drug that might cost a dollar and fifty three cents to make can sell for a thousand dollars. There is no such thing that American people should sit by and allow this to continue to happen. We want wellness. We want people to be excited about longevity and to be healthy for every one of the years that they have left on the planet. We're almost about out of time, and uh, I'd like to thank everybody and our loyal listeners. And as a matter of fact, what I'd like to do right now is just take a look at the dashboard and thank in uh, the individual countries who are listening to us, of course, the United States, and thank you, Canada, Australia, Taiwan, UK, Philippines. I want to thank all of you, each and every one of you.
because it's because of you that we are featured hosts here on Blog Talk Radio. David and I have a passion for health and wellness, and it is our uh, passion that drives uh, our being here to empower those who choose health because we always say health is a choice. Well, we are going to be leaving you for this evening. I want to let you know that tomorrow is IH day, and I will be uh, turning a young 69 years young, and uh, David and I will be spending the day out and about as uh, it will be a special day, and I'm sure my wonderful shining, knight in shining armor will be sending me some flowers and and cards and flourishing me with lots and lots of love. That being said, what I'd like to say thank you all for being with us this evening, and God willing, we'll be back on the air next week, same time, so please tune in. Until then, God bless you all, and have a healthy, aging, younger week. David and Stephanie truly hope you enjoyed today's podcast and learned a lot of excellent information about how to stay healthy naturally. Like the old adage says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And with the information you've learned today, you can put prevention to work for you right now. By the way, if you want one-on-one help and advice from Stephanie and David, you can call them at 954-742-4430 or visit their website at www.agingyounger.net today. Thanks for joining us on Aging Younger Radio. Here's to your health, naturally. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio, the podcast that's all about disease prevention using natural health alternatives. If you're searching for natural solutions to staying fit and healthy, you've tuned into the right place. Your hosts are David and Stephanie Tippy, two naturopaths with the advice and recommendations you need to steer clear of the modern medical mess created by Big Pharma. Today, more than ever, health is wealth. And on Aging Younger Radio, you'll get the tools and info you need to be the wealthiest person in town. So if having younger skin, a healthier heart, a stronger immune system, and more are what you desire, stick around. And now give a warm welcome to David and Stephanie. Welcome to Aging Younger Radio. This is Stephanie.